You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 82, Chuck Harders, the Red Horse Motoring Club. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, meet Chuck Harders, CEO and founder of the Red Horse Motoring Club. Join Cars of Carlisle as we visit Chuck in the 12,000 square foot facility, a former car dealership transformed into a jaw-dropping showroom and enthusiast hangout. This two-story facility is home of a seriously cool, private members only club for car people of all types. And there's so much to see in the club, from cool classics to vintage rides, to automotive signage, to Petrolia, as well as automobilia, the Red Horse is a dream lounge for anyone who appreciates the car hobby. On our ride to Pottstown, Pennsylvania, we'll hang out with Chuck, a decorated U.S. Navy veteran at the Red Horse Motoring Club to learn about his expanding operations just outside of Manhattan and perhaps to a city near you. It's time to grab your membership and bring your favorite car buddies along to the Red Horse. So, let's Cubers to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren, and this is the Red Horse Motoring Club episode. We are so excited to be able to share that with you. In fact, uh, we spent a Friday evening there and, and had just an incredible time. This is such a unique space outside the, the, well, within really the greater Philadelphia area. And whether it be a business conference, hanging out with your car club, having a car show, just uh, mingling with other car enthusiasts, maybe even having a wedding reception. This former um, car dealership is such a unique place and absolutely stunning, especially the lounge area itself. And Chuck and his business partners have really made Chuck's dream come true. It is tremendous. And as you heard in the opener, uh, there is a plan or the greater plan to expand and and uh, take this beyond the second location which you hear about which is just across the river in New Jersey uh, really they're going to be calling it like their Manhattan location and then extending across the United States so really excited about that can't wait for you to come along and uh, meet Chuck but before we do that let's do this week's trivia question and that simply is this in 1922 a particular um, Car company used this facility as its car dealership, and if you listen in, uh, we'll we'll talk more about that. But want to uh, the trivia question is what was the name of that dealership and the year that it was established? That coming up at the end of the episode. So buckle up, here we go, and join us on the road trip. Hello, Cubers, is Darren, and we are here in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, at the Red Horse Motoring Club, and we're hanging out with the one of the owners. Really, really appreciative that Chuck Harders has given some, some of his evening here on a Friday. Chuck, thank you so much for having us. Yes, sir. It's a great, uh, we love being here. And, and tell us a little about, you know, I'm, we're coming from, obviously, Carlisle. We rode a couple hours to get here to meet yep. with you tonight. 
But uh, for those that haven't been out to your website, let's let's start with how they can find you. I want to make sure people are able to to get to okay. see you know, all the amazing pictures of your of your club. Yep, Red Horse Motoring Club, Pottstown, uh, PA. The website's uh, www.redhorsemotoring.com, and then Instagram is Red Horse Motoring Club. Okay. At Red Horse Motoring Club, you can follow us there. Okay. All right. So tell us a little bit about what the club is. What what was the the uh, impetus and what was the catalyst for you guys to start this whole thing? Yep. So I was a uh, active duty military. What for branch? The Navy for thirty years. Thank you for your service. Yeah, loved doing it. Were you? Uh, t- what was your rank and what did you retire as? Uh, I retired as a lieutenant commander. No, st- I right. was enlisted sixteen years and then an officer Surface? fourteen years. No, I was an aviator. Okay. Well, no kidding. What'd you fly? Uh, I started out in, in the Sea Sprite, the Cayman. We, yep. we lovingly called it the Cayman Coffin, the SH-2F Sea uh, uh, Sprite. And then that was I, an anti-sub, right? Is it? Yeah, anti-submarine warfare. I started mm-hmm. out as a rescue swimmer and and wow. uh, and uh, ASW operator. Okay. And then I, uh, a few years later, I transitioned to the 60 Bravo Sikorsky mm. platform, mm. the uh, Seahawk. Okay. And then, so a fixed rotor. I mean, it was a helicopter. Another right? helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So I did 16 years as a rescue swimmer in those two platforms and then got commissioned as an O mm-hmm. and then jumped around from TAO on an aircraft carrier to uh, you serve on integrated like? undersea service C- systems. CVN, and, what was your... Uh, I, I, I did the Enterprise. Oh, two, okay. two cruises on the Enterprise okay. and the Persian Gulf. And then a bunch of other, as I know, you jump around everywhere mm-hmm. and did a P3 squadron, P3 mm. wing. Oh, that's Orion, right? Yeah. Yep. The P3 Orion. Yeah. Mm. You know your stuff. I, yeah. I, I know Navy. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I was, yep. a, I was a civilian uh, with, with the Department of the Navy, but okay, that was always my favorite service branch. So yeah. Yeah. Good. Love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, my final tour was at the National Reconnaissance Office in Chantilly, Virginia Okay. in the space program. Wow, you've seen a lot of great things. Yeah, it was a fun ride. Uh, I, I did 30 years. I loved that it. That was my next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a blast. Um, uh. Uh, but the funny thing is, is my whole adult life, I was an antique guy. I, I, I started out collecting beer cans as a kid, and, mm-hmm. and coin, I was a nut job coin collector as a kid. <laughs> so I got the collecting joint, you know, gene from my dad, sure. really, because he was a crazy collector. And uh, I collected military uh, at one point in my life while I was a military man and restored uh, old rifles, M1 Grands and Springfields and wow. all that kind of World stuff. World War II and, era, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're great rifles because there's tons of wood for a restorer. Yeah. You could take a totally beat up M1 Grand and make it beautiful, you know, because right. there's so much wood on it. Once right. you learn what you're doing. but And they were built to be tough. I they mean, were built to be tough. They're tanks, yeah. Yeah, so they had to be. Really neat. So I, I collector, collector, collector my whole life. And then... I got into the petrolia and automobilia, gas mm-hmm. pumps, neon mm-hmm. signs, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Everything that kind of goes with the oh, with yeah. the car world fits this perfectly. Yeah, exactly. So I was doing that for probably 15 years on the side as while I was serving our country. I'm I'm taking off on the weekends and hunting gas pumps, you know. Right. <laughs> it was a great life. I loved it. Uh, but through that process of really getting into the car world in that way through the petrolia. I I I, uh, I think I seen a little bit of a void in the car world in that uh, the car clubs are they're, they're all paper clubs, mm-hmm. you know. The, everyone you join the the Morgan Club or the Corvette Club or yep. you're a name on a it's piece virtual. of paper and you meet at the Dunkin' Donuts or you meet at the the the, the church to have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that side of it that I saw that nobody really has a home, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in the car club world. Uh, and then the other side of it is, is seeing I was decorating very wealthy uh, gentlemen's private buildings 
like the one you're sitting in now. Mm -hmm. And I kept doing these buildings for guys and going into these amazing spaces that nobody sees but their immediate family. Right. And good for them. They've worked hard and earned it. Right. Uh, but I kept thinking, man, how could like regular guys do this? Yeah. So years and years and years thinking about this and kind of working it through, uh, talking with friends and family members, I came up with this concept of membership-based uh, car club. So the, the, the thought is, one, put it in a town where local business owners and car collectors around could just join this and have a home for themselves mm -hmm. to socialize, have fun, mm -hmm. create their own events. We have members that they, they come, come to me all the time and, hey, let's do this event. Yeah. And we build it and we do it. Right. Uh, all the way up to uh, car clubs can join as a club and okay. then have this as their clubhouse. Gotcha. So they really have a home. They don't have to go to Dunkin' Donuts to have their meeting. When I did my research, my homework on your website and you know, the corporate accounts and things like that, and yep. for a large group, it makes it's complete sense. I mean, exactly. Why wouldn't you bring your club here? That's, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and it's, and it's been going great. Yeah. I'll tell you, and how many years have uh, you been up and rolling? This is one year. Pottstown, one, one year. Okay. And we just started uh, the build out of club number two, which maybe we can talk about later. Absolutely. We'll, come, we'll, we'll hit <laughs> yeah. on Man Manhattan for sure. Um, for those that I want really encourage my listeners, which I refer to lovingly as Cubers, they go out. I want them to definitely check out all the gallery of pictures and what have you. But yeah. you took us, the, you know, it took us around on a tour. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about just the repurposed wood. I mean, we're talking nineteenth yeah, yeah. century. I mean, yeah, the bars. some really fascinating features to this that you're just not going to find anywhere. You can't fabricate this. Yeah, for anybody. No. So. Well, I think the space when you come in. So I'm so used to this stuff. Number yeah. one, you know, we're standing beside a rapid Dayton gas pump with you know, blue glass and just like an yeah. amazing antique to me, yeah. but I'm used to it. You know, right. the regular public walk in here and oh, yeah. they see this collection, and they lose their minds. A 10 year old kid wouldn't know what that is. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. They've never even seen one no. of those. Yeah. Um, so I think the, the local population really appreciate it because it's really an active museum right. uh, that they can enjoy when they it come is. here and we have public events so they can come in here. It is a private club on a regular basis, but we have public events so that other people can experience it and have fun. Um, you were telling us that weddings. I mean, just uh, yeah, we, a lot of uh, female clients are really yeah. They love this. it. Shockingly to mm -hmm. me, the mm -hmm. women love it for weddings, and mm -hmm. we've already had them here, and mm -hmm. I love it. I'll roll with it. I'll have a wedding beside a gas pump any day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so it's the collection, and then uh, like you were talking about upstairs, I wanted to have a, a unique space for the bar and lounge, yep. and uh, what we did was uh, I, I wanted I knew I wanted to have really old, amazing wood. Um, through the process of redoing this whole building, I tried to keep the, the patina, mm -hmm. you know, original and keep everything as, as is the best I could. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to update the systems and all and the electric and all that stuff. But And if I may just pause you for a moment, Chuck, just for listeners, I know they, this is an audio, and but we'll have, we'll have some pictures out on Instagram and, and Facebook. But we are sitting in the showroom with the Spanish tile. The original right. Spanish tile. Right yeah. behind us is a, look, a couple offices that were knocked out and made into a <laughs> coat room, you said, for our, yeah. your large events. Yeah. But you know you're in a, uh, yeah. a showroom from eras ago. Yeah, so. that's right. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and I tried to keep that vibe. Yeah, like I told you before we started recording, yep. Yep. Uh, the girl, uh, I'll tell the quick story again. You want me to tell about Please. the girl Absolute, crying? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so in this showroom of Spanish tile, this and I've had people tell me they bought Hemi, cars here and all this stuff they were they were selling uh not austin's another british uh car make it's it's uh, i'm losing it right now but uh, a lady came up to me at an event and told me that she had cried in this showroom and i said okay come on let's go to the showroom i gotta hear this and she told me she had a 69 uh stingray corvette 
and she just had her second baby, and her husband made her trade it in on a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sin of all sins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she said that husband's long gone, and I said, yeah. oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'll tell you another one. Here's another great story. I was at, we were having a party here, and a guy came up behind me, and this is the beauty of this. This is a neighborhood dealership, right. which they're, they're no more, really. And describe um, that. I mean, that was interesting to me that we're surrounded by neighborhoods and businesses. Right? Yeah, so. we're, we're, we're three, 360 degrees houses everywhere around this building. So yeah. this was a true neighborhood dealership, mm-hmm. uh, and the, you know, they're, they've all moved to the auto malls on the pike, mm-hmm. wherever your town is. Yep. Uh, and, and I don't think the big automakers want these anymore. No. They're, they're pushing them out of these buildings. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's, there's a lot of uh, history here in this town. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone knows Ludwig Motors since, mm-hmm. you know, it started in 1922. So there's incredible history here. You closed the doors in 99. Did I hear that right? Yeah, 99. Okay. They closed they the doors. closed the doors, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And then, uh, oh, but I had, a, um, we were having an event here and a guy came up to me and said, hey, come here. So he walked me to the back window of the, of the dealership. He said, I, I, I grew up in that row home right there. I said, oh, that's cool. He goes, no, this is what's cool. We used to wait until old man Ludwig would shut down the lights and then we'd get a case of beer and we'd all wait until the last employee drove out the wind, out the, the, the parking lot and we'd climb up the back of the building and play football on the roof wow. <laughs> with a case of beer. I said, well, you owe me money because my roof's all screwed up. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's the beauty of a neighborhood dealership. Right. I mean, people grew up watching right. them sell cars every day. It's, right. it's got incredible history. And sure. as we were doing the building, I was finding all this cool stuff. I didn't mm. even show, take you in that room, the conference room. Mm. I put up everything that I found in here. Nice. I have old Salesman of the Month plaques and all this cool stuff i'm sure you have people that have uh either worked here or what have come back and they're probably just it's a time capsule oh yeah yeah well we had the ludwig family here Mm. at our grand opening oh that's pretty cool yeah the granddaughter of uh i think it was uh joe ludwig i think um that opened it in 1922 his granddaughter was here she was 84 at the oh, grand opening. Wow. Yeah. So she said, this cloakroom sitting right here, she said, at one point I, w- I walked up to her, she was dr- dressed nice and great, and I had this really cool sign that it was a parking sign for Ludwig's, and I wanted to show her and get a picture with her, and, and we did. And she said, uh, out of the blue, she said, well, I, I, I sat right in that chair right there, that's right here, for 15 years at the sales desk. Okay. And she said, I used to, I stared at that door all the time. She goes, and this way back there, she said, is that still the maintenance man's bathroom? And I uh, said, well, now it's everybody's bathroom. Yeah. She goes, I've never been in there. My uncle used to say, don't you go in there. That's the maintenance man's bathroom. And I said, well, hey, you want to go? And she said, yeah, let's go. So me and this like elderly lady yeah, go yeah. to the back bathroom. And Being she loved bad, it. She'd yeah. never been there yeah. in the 15 years she worked here. You know? her, yeah. yeah, it was great. So uh, getting back to the bar. So I wanted a special spot up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I did is I hunted. I knew I wanted like really old killer wood. Yeah. Uh, and I know a guy in Philly, John Doherty. He uh, he's an expert. He hunts down rare great woods, and mm-hmm. he had gotten a contract from on Broad Street. There was an old carriage house there, and it was massive, a massive, massive carriage mm-hmm. house uh, built in 1862. And he got the contract and got all the wood out of there. And I, I think, you know, I might be wrong, but I think he said he got 33 18-wheelers of virgin wow. wood out of there. Think of that, wow. right? 
That's and uh, he told me it took a year to just separate all the wood and prep it for sale. And the the whole bar upstairs is from that, that wow. virgin mid-1800s yeah. wood. Yeah. And we did every piece up there is that wood. It's spectacular. It came out awesome. We'll make sure we get more pictures of that before we leave. Yeah, it's a, it. it's a favorite spot of, of the members here. Uh, it's, it, I really def- I want to show the listeners how amazing that it feels. And that semi-circular couch you have. I mean, you sourced yeah. all these really cool vintage pieces. and. Yeah. Every, I mean, every detail is perfect. Yeah, thank you. You've yeah, well. the, the Rolls Royce statue—that's an original dealership mm-hmm. bronze, right mm-hmm. in the middle of that, that. I don't know if you caught that. I did that. notice it. Yes. Yeah, that's that's original dealership bronze. Yeah. So everything in here is original. There's nothing reproduction. Yeah. This was all my private collection, and I had it in buildings and storage units, and mm-hmm. you know, stuffed everywhere I could. <laughs> and I've been thinking for years, you know, that this was going to be hopefully a, a dream come true someday, and and it did. And I, I put about probably about eighty five percent of my collection in here. I kept a wow. few, you know, favorites at home in the in the garage at home. But mm-hmm. this is the bulk of my private collection, and, and uh, I, I love it. I still love coming here every day. Well, and others didn't get to enjoy what you've always enjoyed, which I think is a great way to give back to the car community and to yep. your clientele and everything else. Too, yeah, and, is... the, and the, for this area, Pottstown, I didn't know Pottstown well. Mm. I, I wasn't born and raised here. I'm I'm from right down by the airport on the, oh. on the Delaware River yeah, yeah. in uh-huh. Essington. And uh, once looking at this area, and people kept telling me to come up here, hey, let's do it up in Pottstown. And my, my, my partner, Steve Everett, um, and his partner, Dan Glennon, they got this building, uh, and they weren't sure what to do with it. And they kept saying, hey, come on, you got to come up to Pottstown. you got to check mm-hmm. it out. And mm-hmm. once you check, when you do some history about the Pottstown car scene, it's really insane. I mean, wow. the, 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 the car show on High Street, which we now have the permit for and, and run, nice. uh, in the 50s, it was, it was, you know, arguably the best cruising night in America in Pottstown. I mean, there's, if you look at the magazines back then, Pottstown Cruise Night's all over magazines back wow. then. So the history... Like Hot Rod Magazine. And oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's guy, a guy showed, showed me, uh, I don't know what the magazine, it was a European car magazine and they were talking about if you come to America you got to go to Pottstown for the cruise in wow. I mean it's that popular and That's big yeah. um, and and lucky for us recently this last year uh, we got the permit for it um, the, so the car club that used to have it moved on from it and uh, we went down and, and asked the city if we could have it and they gave us the permit uh, and it's a it's a privilege to have it and what's and, the date coming up in 2020 you happen to know it uh, for the shows, yeah. no, it's 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 May to uh, October okay. or se- May to September. I'm sorry, the first Saturday of the month. Okay, so right. it's on High Street in downtown uh, Pottstown. It's the, the the main street on High. Yeah, you know, we came down. It's it, huge. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the biggest main streets I've ever it's been beautiful. on. It's, it's like a boulevard. Yeah, yeah, it's a giant boulevard, uh-huh. and uh-huh. they give us five huge blocks, and uh, everybody cruises in there and has fun. And we we changed up some things. We're trying to have. Dining in the street in front okay. of the restaurants and food trucks, or and, yeah, food trucks yeah, yeah. and beer gardens, and okay. uh, so right. we're trying to do a lot to bring people to the city here to help out the downtown. There you go, bring the Z06. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's good. We're excited and um, and we're happy to be here. Outstanding. What uh, what else about uh, this particular club before we move up to New York and talk about project number two? Yep. But anything else that uh, for those that are in that hour, hour and a half, like us, two hours coming uh, from Carlisle, anything that uh, you want to promote and have them upcoming events or anything in particular that they should be aware of? Uh, no, I think I think the like, kind of the, the, the show circuit's done for the year. Right. You know, um, the, we have the car shows starting in, in uh, May, 
Uh, and then if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, you'll see that we have public events a lot. Okay. You know, the cars and coffees. And yeah. we do weird events. We did a... Um, I have an event that we bring in all pinstripers and car artists, oh, wow. and it just passed in September called the Paint Huffers Union. And I, we bring that in, I saw, yeah. Did you, we bring yeah. in artists from all over the yeah. country, and they just sit here all weekend and pinstripe and have fun, wow. and it's really cool. People just pull up their cars outside and pick an artist and start pinstriping their car right here. It's it's such an art. Yeah, it's oh my. It's That's such a surgical an art. hand to make. I mean, those guys it's are. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the, guy, the, the 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 I sit here and watch them. I'm, I I don't even know how their brain works like that no. to do those swirlies perfectly no. even. Yep. Opposite each they other. They see things differently than the rest of us. Yeah, it's great. And 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 surprisingly, there's there's amazing artists right around here. You don't have to go far. Well, we're not to, too far to, from Philly, I suppose. No, not at all. I mean, there there's a bunch of incredible artists right around in this area that do great stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the cool shows that we do. Um, but follow us, and you'll see the public yeah. events that that happen here. Absolutely, myself and the followers will have to follow you. So we'd love it. So tell us a little about what's going on in Manhattan. So so my vision was not just to have one club. Of course, okay. mm-hmm. I have a national uh, vision, and okay. and um, would you do franchise or would you just continue? No, we're going to try to uh, do them partner up with mm-hmm. with people that we know and okay. and other collectors that might have a building somewhere or a collection or an area that they think it would work well at. Right. Um, so. Franchise is a possibility, but I'd rather right. just do it with us. Keep it organic. With yeah, your own. yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I honestly, I thought it would take me three to five years, maybe, to get club number two. And we inked the deal less than a year from this opening. So it's really exciting. It kind of has awesome. blown my mind away, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so club number two is happening, and it's up uh, kind of close to Manhattan. It's about 30 minutes out of Manhattan, okay. west of Manhattan, in a little town called Peapack, New Jersey. Mm, yeah. And um, uh, the U.S. equestrian team is there. It's it's a really just neat little town. Just drove through there. Yeah, a little well, bit. Well, I, I had um, through, I do the Concord d'Elegance car show circuit, so I do Amelia Island and yeah. all those shows. Mm-hmm. And one of, a long-term um, kind of client friend is is a, a buddy named Rob Francis, and he, he owns an exotic car dealership there. Okay. And he was watching what we were doing here, and we started talking at Amelia, and it just kept going and going, sure. and decided, well, you could do it on your own, but mm-hmm. why not be do it with me and, and let's uh, yeah. let's keep it going and maybe take it across the country. I love it. Uh, you know, there's there's metropolises everywhere totally. in every state that could handle. Think about Detroit. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. even I'm sure there's somewhere outside of Flint. I mean, there are all kinds of everywhere. potential opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And 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 the the. The hot thing right now is garages. You know, the, you, you see these like kind of custom garages yep. everywhere, yep. but they don't really have the social element that no. I'm trying to capture. No. Um, I think a lot of guys, and it's it's good if that's what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a garage, and you need you know guys like us need garages. For sure. You know, they got multiple cars and bikes and mm-hmm. stuff, and uh, I want to kind of capture the social element of mm-hmm. the car community and mm-hmm. and try to give. Um, the people in those areas a, a place to be together and I don't I, I you know the car community when you get into it you know it it's they're, they're so segregated yeah. it's you know, oh no I'm a hot rider I don't talk to the Porsche guys and right. I, I don't talk to those guys right. I want you know melting pot I want a Lamborghini guy sitting by a hot rod guy sure. sitting by a you know low rider right. dude sitting by a whatever you know we're all car guys <laughs> that's right you know and, and 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 it's what's happening here you know right. so my parking lot's filled with Exotics mm-hmm. to rat rods mm-hmm. on a, on a weekend basis. And that's a very diverse end of this continuum there. So. Exactly, and so that's wh- the fun of it. What kind of feedback have you gotten in your first year? I mean, obviously, I'm sure clients are coming to you and see, and they're giving you feedback on this is great, I love this. 
What are some of the things that you've learned over this uh, this twelve month period? Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think of positives and negatives, and I and I don't I don't mind sharing either. I'm, uh, the, the positives are that I figured when I started this. Well, I don't think it's out there, but it's probably out there. You know, I don't have mm-hmm. vision on everything, mm-hmm. but it's really not. Mm-hmm. And when I when we started this, the, the the local business people and community people and car people were were losing it. Wow. It's hard to describe wow. until you come here. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. So if I just meet you on the corner and you go, oh, what do you do? Oh, well, I got a private car club and I put some stuff in there and you go, oh, okay, have a nice day. And, <laughs> right. But if you come here, you're like, oh my god, this yeah, is the yeah. coolest place ever. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and it's a dream for a lot of guys. It truly is because right. who can. You know, I I can't do it on my own. No. Who who can go out and buy a million dollar building and put a million dollar in antiques in it? And yeah. I can't. Right. You, you right. can't. Right. Right. And and for the guys that can't do that, now that's now it's a uh, it's accessible to them and it's not expensive. And they can and buy into the dream. It, they, it blows them away. Mm-hmm. I mean, people freak out when they come here. I mean, they're like, "Give me an application right now. I'm mm-hmm. doing it right now." Mm-hmm. You know, and I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think the enthusiasm of it yeah. and the shock of what you get out of it. Yeah. Uh, is a real positive. Yeah. The other side, as on a, in a business sense, is event rental. Mm-hmm. I, I I knew that probably people would want to have the space for this or that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize the, the the magnitude of event rental and the diversity like and you the, said, the diversity. Weddings, yeah, 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 from corporate parties to weddings to mm-hmm. you know all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. We're booking uh, events into 2021 already. That's a great problem to have. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And 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 the. So here's the, well, a negative to that, and, and I don't. I, I'll talk about everything. The balance of this with members, mm. you know what I mean? Because I, from the get go, the club is never closed to members ever. Okay. So if you're having events, yeah. you, you also have to have the space for members to come. You gotta take care of them as well. You gotta take care of them as well at all times. Yeah. But the beauty is, twelve thousand square feet. It's not. It's not hard to do if you set it up right. And how you showed us the downstairs bar, the upstairs bar. Yeah, you do two complete separate lounges, you know, and then you could see we have separate sitting areas where we're sitting right now. Mm -hmm. People have had parties just in this room, so you can separate people pretty easily. So I thought in the beginning, oh, wow, events rental is going to be great, but uh, is it going to, you know, bother the members? But it it just hasn't. We have enough space, and they co-mingle. I tell everyone that rents uh, uh, the space for the night here, it's in the, you know, the, the initial talks that, hey, this is yep. never closed to members, yep. and you, you might meet a few that night, and people go, okay, that's cool. And it's the cross-pollination. That's the great thing about it. Like exactly. if, if they open their mind to it, they're going to benefit from it. Yeah, so. exactly. Yep. Up it away. Yeah, man. That's so cool. What else uh, would you like to share? And, again, my, my listeners, we're growing. We're all over the U.S. We're in, uh, up to Canada, down to uh, Brazil and, and South America, all the way to, to Europe. So for those that are anywhere near Philadelphia, I would love for them to come check you out. But yep. anything, I'll give you final word. This is, uh, this is important. This is your interview. Yeah. Um, keep an eye out for uh, March of mm-hmm. next year for the second Red Horse Motoring Club coming awesome. to PPAC, New Jersey, I'd say. Okay. And for anyone coming around this area, you can look us up, like we said, uh, redhorsemotoring.com or, or Instagram, Red Horse Motoring Club. Um, Pottstown's kind of in the middle of the, the tri-state area here. Yeah. If you're coming through, give us a call. We love hosting people. You yeah. want to come by and just check us out and come and have a soda or a, a sure. cold one, <laughs> you, you, you're, you're more than welcome. And me and uh, my, 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 my partner, Steve, will meet you. Outstanding. Well, 
again, thank you for your 30 years of service to the U.S. Navy. Yes, thank sir. you for your time. Can't wait to come back as a guest. Chuck, you made it. Uh, I just want to, like, pull up a chair and stay all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, anytime. Thank you. thank you. All right, we are back in Studio A. Hope you had a great time with us at uh, Red Horse Mortaring Club in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Uh, we are really excited to perhaps visit the Manhattan facility in 2020. And without a doubt, uh, we will be back to hang out with Chuck and team at the motoring club, uh, whether it be for our upcoming car show, future events, taking the Z06. Definitely, we're going to be going back and uh, spending some time in that incredibly unique space for car enthusiasts. And if you have a chance and you are in the greater Philadelphia area passing through, we're going to be making a, a weekend trip. You owe it to yourself to check out uh, the Red Horse Mortaring Club and our friends there. So thank you to Chuck and and uh, everyone for opening those doors. The so trivia answer uh, is simply this. It is Ludwig Motors. And I'll restate the question. It was what car company had a dealership in that building from 1922 um, for many decades, and it was Lutwick Motors, and they were a main staple in the uh, Pottstown area. In fact, it was one of those old-school dealerships which was surrounded on all four sides by a neighborhood, and, and Chuck shared some great stories with us about how uh, kids that had grown up there and were now adults and in their middle age years remember looking over the fence and uh, you know, just spending time on the property, seeing the coolest cars coming off the the semi-trucks, uh, new models being released, and, and the fact that it was in the heart of a neighborhood, a working-class neighborhood, really meant a lot to so many people. And people come back to the Red Horse Motoring Club to this day and remember what it was like at Lutwick Motors and just uh, experiences they had in the, in the showroom and whatever it might have been. So uh, really cool that they are keeping that spirit alive. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. We are so glad to have you on the team. Be sure to come back next week and we will continue to wow you with content and take you on that 45-minute road trip that you deserve each and every week. A little break from life, a chance to forget about things and uh, just climb aboard and have some fun. So for now, I'll say drive well, be well, and take care.